It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. After you listen to today's Locked On Washington football team podcast, make sure you check out the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked on Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked on Fantasy Football podcast. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I am David Harrison. He is Chris Russell. We are your hosts of this very show, welcoming our new listeners, our returning listeners. If you haven't already, please subscribe or follow the podcast on your platform of choice. Leave a rating, leave a review. It'll help other fans of the team find us just like you did. When Chris and I are not here, you can find Chris every Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time with his co-host Pete Methurst over at the, at the Team 980 or on the Odyssey app. Also find Locked on Washington football team on the Odyssey app as well. You can also find Chris covering the Washington football team in writing for SI.com and on Twitter at WrestleMania621. Find me on Twitter at DHarrison82 and find the show at LockedWFTPod. And Chris, wrapping up our first full week back together, uh, getting ready to ramp up for training camp. The season is right around the corner. And of course, as we move into the fall and winter, everybody's kind of been talking about like it's been kind of a low rumble, but it's going to start getting louder and louder is the potential return of of COVID and, and, the, and the ramifications of that or these new strains, the, the new Delta strain and, and whatever else is going to come on the horizon as well in the NFL already kind of taking some precursory action to anticipate what might happen because of the vaccine numbers amongst teams in the league. Yeah, uh, I mean, quite simply, the NFL, um, you know, David has been very outspoken uh, um, in terms of incentivizing, if that's the right word, uh, players to get vaccinated, right? Uh, For many reasons, for their health, for their safety, and most importantly, let's be honest, for money. Uh, They don't want any games played. They don't want the fiasco that developed in many games last year. Uh, uh, Tennessee was involved in a Uh, you know, in a big switch uh, with, um, I think it was with Baltimore, but I'd have to double check. Um, And then obviously what happened late in the year with Pittsburgh and Baltimore, which affected the Washington football team. They don't want that, but they're willing to leave that option open. What they're basically saying on Thursday is that they'll try to reschedule games within the 18 week window, 17 games, 18 weeks, 
but they're not going to do it by adding another week on. They avoided that at all costs last year. And they basically said, look, if there's a team that has a COVID outbreak among unvaccinated players, the team with the outbreak, if the game can't be rescheduled within that 18-week schedule, will forfeit the game and be credited with a loss for playoff seating. Then on top of that, what they did was they also said if a game can't be rescheduled, has to be canceled, and it can't be rescheduled during the 18-week scheduled uh, window due to that COVID outbreak, neither team's player will receive their weekly salary. Nobody will get paid from either team. So without dealing with the political ramifications of this, I would ask you this. Is, is this right for the NFL to be drawing a hard line where they can't force anybody to get vaccinated, but they are doing everything they can to make it positive to get vaccinated and to be, uh, I guess, in a, in a lone wolf category to be unvaccinated? Yeah, I mean it is. You know, it, the the NFL is a business. You know, first and foremost, they're, they're 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 all there to make money. I mean, I know that we all on the outside want to say, well, they're there to win championships. Well, that's not true. The NFL exists as as an entity because it makes money because it's profitable. Nobody would own a football team if they lost money every year. Like they're they're there to make money, and then you know they want to win championships. Second, I mean, I think every any owner in the National Football League, if they were being honest about it. If they had to choose between winning and losing money or making money and not winning, they would choose to make money first because eventually you're just going to run out of money and you're not going to have your team anymore anyway. So that's what people have to understand in any business, you know, especially in uh, a climate like ours, a society in a country like ours, which is one of the things that I think makes this country great, has the right to make certain rules and certain requirements of their people, you know, within legal, you know, guidelines and all that stuff. Um, so the NFL is not punishing people for for choosing not to get vaccinated. If you choose not to get vaccinated, that is your choice. Whether you know whatever for whatever reason it is that you don't want to get vaccinated, you have the right in this country to choose not to do so. What they're saying though is that there are ramifications potentially, right? And and still, listen, if, if you don't get vaccinated and you don't get sick and you don't get anybody else sick and it doesn't cause your team any games, then it's it's going to be no harm, no foul. You know what I mean? You can go about and and go about your business. But if you choose not to get vaccinated, you get sick and you spread it to somebody else because you don't stay away from the team or you're, you know, you're out and about and, and traveling and doing whatever, then there are going to be ramifications. And this is something that I teach to my children at a, ver at a very young age, or I've taught to my children at a very young age is you have a lot of freedom in this country. You have the freedom of speech, you have the freedom of will, stuff like that. What you don't have is freedom of ramifications and reactions. Like you can go say you have freedom of speech. You can literally walk up to anybody you want to in this world, in this country and say whatever you want. But that person also has the freedom to react to whatever you said to them right. and whatever you do. And that's basically what this is. You have the freedom to choose, but your choice is going to have potential ramifications, just like everybody else's choice does, right? When you're, if you choose to get vaccinated, there are potential pitfalls to getting vaccinated. Everybody right. knows you sign a document, you get briefed on them. And, and so there are potential pitfalls to that as well. There are potential pitfalls to not getting vaccinated. There's nothing wrong with a business doing that, protecting their entity. Last year, a lot of unknown. So they kind of dealt with the unknown and said, okay, we're not going to punish teams or, or you know, hold them accountable because there's a lot of unknowns. This year, we know more. 
So the NFL is now saying we know more, so we're going to be more clear on what we want. And honestly, mm-hmm. as an employee of that business, that clarity helps you make your decisions. Yeah, and honestly, not only do they know more, but again, the vaccination wasn't available to players last year. It is available this year, obviously. Uh, and right. you know, here's the thing: they made all staff employees, all media that is on a daily basis. Uh, they are making all coaches, all personnel staff scouting video to be fully vaccinated because there's not a union involved here. The only thing that's preventing the players from not having it mandatory is the NFLPA. That's it. Period. So uh, that's that situation. And of course, this is a big story because at last check late last week, the Washington football team was sub 50 percent. All right, we'll move on uh, from there quickly. David um, Ryan Fitzpatrick said on ESPN uh, within the last couple of days, quote, this is the best situation I've ever been in or the best situation that I've ever gone into as the guy. Um, You know, obviously, we know Ryan Fitzpatrick's history. You watched him closely in Tampa. We know the last two years in in Miami, he's been better. I I don't argue with him. I think he's absolutely right. But I also think the pressure is on him because if he doesn't make the playoffs this year with this team, he ain't ever going to make the playoffs. No, absolutely. And yeah, and I've said the same thing on this show. You've agreed and, and said the same thing on this show that this is the best situation he's ever. This is the best roster that Ryan Fitzpatrick has ever been the starting quarterback of so first and foremost i want to thank ryan fitzpatrick for listening to the show taking what we said agreeing with it and using it in his own way next time cite us you know what i mean this is, is all i ask no obviously i'm joking but yeah i mean we've said it we're seeing it from the outside we're not the only ones ryan fitzpatrick is acknowledging it so i mean it's it's just that's that's the facts that's the truth this is that yes ryan fitzpatrick has never been to the, to the playoffs as a starting quarterback but really, he's never been the starting quarterback of a playoff caliber roster until now. So absolutely, you got to prove now that you are capable of taking a playoff roster to the playoffs or else you're going to have that that tag on you for, you know, that's going to be your legacy. All right. Uh, Ron Rivera will speak Tuesday afternoon at 3.30 in Richmond to kick off training camp. And here's what you should do to kick off your weekend and that celebrate the freedom of choice that our friends at Built Bar give you. Uh, Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. Uh, there's something really for everyone when you talk to a Built Bar fan, and we're both Built Bar fans, not only because we work with them, but because we tried the product, we get the product, and we love the product, uh, and we are passionate about what we like, uh, as you can tell on this podcast, and whenever we talk about Built Bar. As we mentioned, David loves the mint brownie. I love peanut butter brownie. I just got a big shipment over there uh, this week with three different flavors, uh, and I love them all. I, I, I even like like the orange, right? It's chocolate, orange. I didn't think I was going to like it. I love it. Uh, and of course, I love my peanut butter brownie. Uh, and uh, I like the birthday cake with sprinkles. That's a nice little treat uh, for me that I got in a mini sized built bar bites. Yeah, you should try that too. Plus, I got a cool little cooler with my purchase uh, that has some extra goodies in it. Why is built bar so awesome? Well, Not only do they taste great and they're 100% covered in chocolate, it's often easy to chew, but they're high in protein, low in calories, low in grams of sugar, therefore low in net carbs. So in other words, they're great for you. Try them as a meal replacement, after workout, late night snack, try the grasshopper cookie, raspberry, whatever flavor you like, or you can get a combination box. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. How about that? 
Go Team USA. Go to built.com. Use the promo code locked on and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code locked on for 15% off at built.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. We continue along here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. We'll have a safeties preview uh, coming up here in just a moment. But David, we wanted to uh, continue to kind of peruse Uh, as they say, through Ben Standing of the Athletics uh, fan survey. Uh, And I wanted to ask you a couple more questions that we haven't gotten to uh, Mm -hmm. this year uh, or or this week, I should say. Who will prove to be the most valuable off-season acquisition? And, of course, your choices are Ryan Fitzpatrick, who we always talk about, Mm -hmm. Curtis Samuel, William Jackson III, Charles Leno, Bobby McCain, Jamin Davis, Sam Cosme, or other. I got to say Ryan Fitzpatrick, he plays the most important position on the field. So it's, it's, it's gotta be almost that answer. And, but at the same time, like with all the new weapons, especially with, with Curtis Samuel in there, Adam Humphreys, De'Ami Brown, like there are going to be people who make the argument that Ryan didn't really need to do much because of the upgraded weapons. You know, if Antonio Gibson stays healthy, I mean, there are people who say that Tom Brady got carried to the Super Bowl and, and, and to the win. And I will say that the defense definitely got them that win, but I mean, the offense put up points too. It's not like the offense put up three points and the defense shut out the Chiefs. Like there were there were points scored by the offense. So I, I really feel like there's a potential here for Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of get lost in all the offensive weapons, in which case I think you got to look at either Jamin Davis or William Jackson the third. I, I would lean Jamin Davis if they're successful just because that linebacker group, again, was the weakest uh, element of the defense. So if the team is successful and that group is successful, then I think Jamin Davis will get a little bit more love because of the fact that he was a first-round draft pick this year. All right, so Ryan Fitzpatrick, as you mentioned, got the most votes, 39.8%, followed by Curtis Samuel at 15.9%. I'm sorry, William Jackson the third, excuse me, at 24.3% then, then. Uh, Will um, Curtis Samuel at 15.9%. All right, let's try another one of these. Um, aside from Dave, uh, aside from Jamin Davis, the first round pick, which rookie will make the biggest impact <laughs> in your mind? Sam Cosme, Benjamin St. Juice, Diami Brown, John Bates, or other? That's Benjamin St. Juice. I think he's he's going to have a role in the secondary. Uh, again, we're about to do our safety preview. I'm just going to a little bit of a spoiler. I'm going to talk about Benjamin St. Juice in the safety preview, even though he's listed as a cornerback. Uh, Benjamin St. Juice, just, just again, the range and the versatility that he has. You don't want to expect too, too much out of a third round draft pick. But considering that everywhere they're going to put him is essentially in a support role, not a number one role, that really kind of fits a third round draft pick potentially making an impact that seems bigger just because of the advantages he has of the people around him. 
Yeah, and guess what? That's what the fans chose uh, as well. They chose Benjamin St. Just with 39.2% of the vote, uh, followed by Diami Brown at 28.1%. All right, so we'll leave that there. Maybe we'll get into some more questions next week as we close ever closer on training camp. But David, you just mentioned it, the position preview for safeties. So I think I know where you're going, obviously, here. But uh, let me list the regular safeties. We've talked about Bobby McCain a little bit. Uh, he obviously brought over from the Miami Dolphins. You have Cameron Curl, last year's rookie surprise. You have Landon Collins returning. You have DeShazer Everett coming and returning back off of uh, the uh, injury list. And it looks like Troy Apke is really going to be a corner if he's going to be anything. Uh, and I know, again, you're pushing for Benjamin St. Juice. So let's just kind of look at the safety position. I, there's no doubt that they are deeper at that mm -hmm. position this year. They are potentially more talented, but they still lack that big time ball hawk. Yeah, a lot of a lot of solid to good players, right? Solid is the NFL word for average, so solid to good above average players. No great players. Like no great players jump off the off the page. Cam Curl obviously has a lot of potential and, and probably some good upside if he can stay healthy, continue to build. But you're not going to call Cam Curl, you know, one of the best safeties in the league right now. Landon Collins, you talked about a lot, and I agree with everything you said. Maybe he was better at one point, but right now he's more of the name than he is the performance. Hopefully he can prove us wrong on that this season. But yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna try to talk it into existence. I mean, I don't know. Uh I know that, you know. There are media people, there are, are PR staffers, there are interns whose job it is to go out into the fray and and find out what people are saying about the team and kind of report some of those things back to people. So if you're one of those people listening to this, I want Jack Del Rio to give Benjamin St. Juice some, some burn at free safety. Like I just, I feel it with every fiber in me that Benjamin St. Juice has free safety ability in him. Not necessarily saying he should be like the starter this year, but like in two or three years, man, like if, if Benjamin, if I'm right Benjamin St. Juice and Cam Curl together as the starting safeties for this defense, that gives you what Ron Rivera was talking about. That gives you two safeties that you can put on the field and they try to run motion to, to find out if you're in zone or find out who's single high and all that stuff, and nobody flinches. Nobody moves. The quarterback learns nothing. And then when the ball is snapped, that's when the play starts to develop. That's when he's got to figure out what the defense is doing. Those two guys, if, if again, if I'm correct, which I may not be, uh, but if I'm correct, I, I, I just feel it in my bones that that could be the, the tandem. And then you got William Jackson, the third Kendall Fuller in front of him, Jimmy Moreland. I mean, you've got the makings of a really good secondary that can turn into one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Again, if my instincts about Benjamin St. Juice specifically, but then the group uh, are correct. Yeah, and, and I think St. Just is going to start at corner and, you know, maybe eventually he moves to safety. I don't know if it's going to be this year, though. Uh, but again, nothing will surprise me. Um, versatility is something this staff very, very much values. So you could see him in some different safety looks. Remember, they used Kendall Fuller in some different safety looks. And especially if Jimmy yeah. Moreland is healthy. If you think about it, and we've touched on this before, right? If William Jackson the third, Kendall Fuller, and Jimmy Moreland are healthy and they're playing well, well, if Benjamin St. Juice is practicing and if he's, you know, performing well in practice and opening the eyes of coaches, 
you got to get him on the field somehow. Uh, that's what they did with Cameron Curl last year. They used him in multiple different spots. Again, they used Kendall Fuller in a little bit of, of that situation. So don't be surprised at all. I think you're on to something. I just don't know when it's going to come. And real quickly, right. I would just say this. I would expect the opening day week one safeties to be Bobby McCain and I would say Cameron Curl at the strong uh, with DeShazer Everett uh, and, um, you know, and, and I, I guess Landon Collins, I, I guess mm-hmm. I'll go there. But, you know, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in Landon Collins returning to be whatever Landon Collins was. So, I, I, I mean, it's going to be an interesting battle. Um, and I don't know who's going to get cut. I, I, I yeah, honestly don't. <laughs> I mean, it could be DeShazer Everett. I, yeah. I don't know uh, if Troy Apke works out at corner because, again, he can play corner and safety. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. They've got versatility and they've got experience and depth. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wrapping up today's episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Wrapping up the week here at the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at DHarrison82 at WrestleMania621. Find the show at Pod. And Chris, we're going to wrap up today's episode. We do have a voicemail. So if, if you're that caller out there, I do have your voicemail. I am going to put it together. We are going to use it. Uh, we plan on using it right now for our Monday episode. So hang in there with us where we will get that played. But for tonight... We're going to talk about an ESPN post that went out recently, NFL futures power rankings. And, and Chris, basically what they're talking about is they, they have a collective of analysts and, and writers, including Jeremy Fowler, Lewis Riddick, uh, who, you know, Lewis Riddick is a guy that I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm very fond of his work and, and his, his concepts in, in football. And what they did is they basically went through and graded a bunch of aspects of franchises, and that includes roster, quarterback, uh, drafting ability, front office talent, and coaching talent. And they each kind of graded them out, and then they averaged those grades, and they took those grades and ordered them, and that essentially gives them their power rankings, quote-unquote, for the next three seasons. So this is giving you who they think are going to be the top teams in the league, the worst teams in the league, going from this season, 2021, through 2023. And in the top five, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs, number one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number two, Baltimore Ravens coming in third, the Buffalo Bills fourth, the Cleveland Browns fifth, the top team in the NFC East in this evaluation coming in at 16th overall, and that is the Dallas Cowboys, while the Washington football team, Chris, came in 18th overall. So not not in in the in the in the bottom half of the NFL, essentially, right there in the first, in the top half of the bottom half. How do you feel, one, about the Dallas Cowboys? being ranked over the Washington football team for the next three years, given all those factors and two about Washington just being 18th overall in general. Yeah. I don't love either one, but I'll tell you why this happened is because people are are still going to say that Dak Prescott is a franchise quarterback and is going to have no ill effects from the compound fracture of his ankle. And I just answer that by saying, I don't know that. I mean, he looks fine in shorts with no pass rush, 
I want to see him in games first. I want to see him scrambling around if he can, if he's willing to, avoiding sacks, moving around in the pocket, being accurate, not having jittery feet. Uh, But I think a lot of that is because the Washington football team doesn't have the self-identified quarterback of the future and because people feel Dak Prescott is going to be back 100%. I just don't know about that, nor do I know that, you know, Washington doesn't have their quarterback of the short-term future, right? As we with the three quarterbacks that they have. Um, I, I would just say this, David, I think the Dallas defense is way worse than any weakness on the Washington football team period. Yeah. So to me, even though Dallas's offense might potentially be more explosive, it doesn't make up for Dallas's lack of depth and talent on defense. And it might take them two years under Dan Quinn to really turn that around to really turn it around. Uh, They'll be better, but to really turn it around. So I think they should be reversed. I think Washington should be higher than Dallas. I understand why they're not because of the way people view the quarterback situation, Mm -hmm. but I think it should be flipped. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And and yeah, I mean, you look at the way that they graded the roster, they, they graded the roster as a whole versus grading like the offense and then the defense and the Dallas Cowboys, you know, their overall roster ranking came in 17th uh, in the National Football League while Washington came in 11th. I think that if you take the offense and then the defense and then you rank them in the NFL top 32, you know, one to 32, I think that defense comes in, you know, top five, arguably, you know, maybe a little bit lower than that. But I think realistically, you're in that kind of single digit range. Whereas, like you said, the Dallas Cowboys defense, you're talking 25th or worse, I think. I mean, that maybe I'm making too much of how bad their defense is, but that's where I look at it. And then off offensively, I don't think Washington is going to come in down there in the, in the in the in the low or the high 20s. I think you're looking at maybe right around 2018, but then, you know, again, their defense being out. So I think if they were to separate the evaluation on the rosters, you know, that would make a big difference. And really, I think that's where the difference comes in on why Washington, because then quarterback uh, Washington comes in with the 25th ranked quarterback, which I kind of have to chuckle at just a little bit because the New Orleans Saints with Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill or both come in 27th. I would take Ryan Fitzpatrick over both those quarterbacks and I would take him over each of them individually or both of them in tandem. So there is definitely much more than a two team gap between Ryan Fitzpatrick and what the New Orleans Saints have going to quarterback for me personally. And I've covered two of the three, you know, names involved there. Uh, and then, like you said, I mean, the Miami Dolphins uh, are on this list at uh, number, I think, 13 with Tua Tungabailoa, who not for nothing, but there's there's rumors all over the place that the Dolphins are trying to ship Tua Tungabailoa somewhere else. So if, if they were that confident in him as a franchise quarterback, I mean, I get that they're talking about trading for like Deshaun Watson, who's a proven franchise quarterback, you know, on the field, pending what happens off the field. But if, if you think Tua Tungabailoa is that guy, why would you trade him for a guy who is also that guy but has been longer so he's got a shorter lifespan left? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense. So if the Dolphins are interested in trading to a Tungavailoa, then he's probably not in the top tier of quarterbacks in the National Football League. All right, good stuff there. That's going to wrap up the week for us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Again, back five days a week. If you missed our conversation with Tim Hightower, Director of Alumni Relations, uh, please make sure you check that out on the Thursday episode. July 22nd is the date on that. Easy to find wherever you download and subscribe to the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. 
Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question or a topic you want us to discuss, David just mentioned we have a voicemail in the hopper that we'll get on on the next episode to start out next week, but make sure you hit it up, 301-615-3577. We really want to encourage as many different voices and as many different listeners uh, as we possibly can get. So don't be shy, 301-615-3577. If you can't, lay a voicemail down. That's fine. That's okay. There's another way. LockedWFTPod at gmail.com. That's LockedWFTPod at gmail.com. Or again, the voicemail 301-615-3577 and get them in as quick as you can get them. All right. That's going to do it for us for this week. Back in the hopper for another five-week episode next week as training camp officially begins. I'll be down in Richmond uh, at some point, I just got to figure out the schedule. Uh, this is the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.